dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor. all across Australia on the community radio network and now joining us is a uh, person that I just realized has never actually been a guest on BRL. Now, me and you haven't actually talked on a phone interview for about 16 years. Of course, we've spoken in person a bunch of times at gigs and whatever, but uh, the last time you were chatting to us was on The Caffeine Show, which was another project I did in like 2005 for the Who I Am record. So a whole bunch of like It's been that long. Uh, Man, I can't even remember that either. That must have been way, way, way back. Yeah, it, it I always was... used to get so much like anxiety around doing interviews, mm. like Pal Rider, who am I at time? So I was probably just like an anxious mess at that time as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hilarious. But the uh, the voice on the phone is Draft. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, Gav. Yeah. Uh, busy. Busy as all hell, but all... Uh, for, for positive reasons and oh yes of a course. lot to be happy about yeah so i'm just so excited to have everything out and just you know been able to tour over here when you know there's not much opportunity over east so yes. yeah, yeah i'm very, very grateful at the moment very much so so i mean like that much has changed and you can hear it in the sort of steady progression of of the records as well. I've commented on it a bunch on the program. I, I, I'm I'm hoping that you've not heard the hour special we did about you because I'm like, oh, there's a part of me <laughs> like that wasn't like a, a completely up to scratch. I was like, oh, I could do this better. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I could have another run at this. Uh, but yeah, awesome. I, I spoke about it then. It's like a, a steady progression. Of course, it's, you know, steady progression of people as a, person like you know you're a you're a young man in uh, you know pale rider through who i am um you know up to of course um jimmy ricard and and then everything exploding from there and everything of that nature and now we've got daddy draft essentially yeah so (laughs) oh man it kind of feels like another lifetime ago especially like pre-jimmy ricard brothers grim Yes. From that point onwards, I've got a lot of um, vivid memories. But before that time, it's kind of somewhat a blur, uh, probably because of the amount of alcohol I was drinking on a week-to-week basis and um, the lack of responsibilities I had within my life. So, But going going back to that time, I think I was speaking to Morta the other day and I was like, you know, it's going to be 20 years since Dundee um, next shit. year. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so we have I've to been do something to music scene. for twenty years. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, this is this is um this is amazing. And and yeah, what, one of the memories that popped into my mind was leaving my mum's house in Yokine and catching 
the 98 or 99 to Belmont to record in Daz's parents' house uh, for Pale Rider. So we recorded all that in Daz's bedroom wow. when I was, yeah, 18, 19. And, um, so he, he was, but, that, but that, that's kind of like that and the Hyde Park, you know, yes. a bunch of like, you know, earlier graffiti stuff. Like mm. they're the only memories that I kind of have around that time. And then from Brothers Grimm onwards, it was just, it's it's kind of just been nonstop, to be completely honest, since Power Rider to this point, you know. And when I did sort of take that time away yeah. in 2012, 13, mm. I went straight into that restaurant and I was like, all go in the restaurant for five years. And then it was just like, wow, now back into the music stuff and it's, it's it's been a hectic twenty years, but it's been amazing. I, I wouldn't change anything. Like there, there's the story in a, in a nutshell, essentially for you know for anyone to sort of like you know tuning in for the very first time or whatever, or not a not yeah. an Australian hip hop fan uh, listening on the network or whatever. But yeah, that's that's um that's completely insane because yeah, around that time where you're recording Pale Rider and all that kind of stuff. I'm sort of trying to push myself into the scene as well with a fair bit of resistance, let's say, uh, <laughs> from back then. I think everyone, anyone in the Perth scene knows how hard I kind of copped it from a, a, you know, I'd probably say a very small vocal minority of people, just like maybe at five to ten who just did not like me for whatever reason. But, yeah, here I am, 20 years later, took 10 off. But, Crazy. But, yeah, it's... Um, well, that, that's life, though, isn't it, as well, like... I guess people don't understand. I've been on the other end of that. And, um, you know, you just have to be resilient and and keep, like, following what's within your heart and, you know, change where you need to. And, and um, yeah, but, fuck, it's the age of... Oh, sorry, I don't know if I can swear on this we'll have a po- We'll have a podcast version. We'll, we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But, you know, this, this is what we have to you know, prepare ourselves for in the age of the internet as well. And, um, yes, we can't, we can't allow those, you know, those small minorities to be able to slow us down and, and, and get in the way of what we want to achieve, you know? And, um, yeah, that's, that's why so many people suffer from mental health issues within our industry is because they do take that very personally. And, and we, we, there hasn't been enough education and it's only just coming out now to prepare people for, you know, the potential backlash of releasing their art and be, being vulnerable online, you know, because it's so easy, so easy for someone to just drop a comment and, and, and change how you feel about yourself within a week. Like, it's, oh yeah. it's pretty crazy. Like I... I often, um, I often sort of uh, follow what Briggs is doing because yeah, he, he's a a wonderful firebrand and uh, you know standing up for indigenous culture and all that uh, sure. awesome stuff. But he he gets into it with you know the the people who are sort of you know going to answer back and you know uh, most of those guys are completely wrong and Briggs will put him in the place. I'm just like, I I don't know if I could deal with that kind of abuse. Nah, for sure. I think like with Briggs, he's, he's, he does have thick skin and he's been copying that before he was in the public eye as well. You, you have to understand. So he's like well-versed yeah. in dealing, dealing with, with, with that within nature. But 
at the end of the day, it, it does affect everyone, regardless if they show it or not. And, um, yeah, it, I couldn't imagine being in his shoes, but I do think that he handles it very well. Oh. I, think it's, I think it's hilarious, some of the stuff that he posts. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely amazing. He, he's literally my favourite follow. It's just, <laughs> it's just like how, how he deals with it as well. It's just like an ultimate shutdown, put back dunks on people. He's like, oh, Jesus, you shouldn't have opened your mouth. <laughs> he gets, yeah, I just love all the personal stuff because they're coming out really personal as well. And then he just flies back with like this brutality style finish and I'm like yeah you need to take it there bro that's yeah. sick it's just like nah nah yep you, you just gotta eat that one because you earned that <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> Shout, shouts to Briggs as always now the album it has dropped it is out there Shadows and Shinings is the name of it uh, are you glad to finally get this out there oh Gav I'm, I am beside myself I I've been working on this for the last couple of years and it kind of just came to life more so around the first lockdown and been able to really soak up that change of pace and focus on finishing the record and, you know, having so many amazing friends locally to help me out. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something, it's a, it's a body of work that I'm extremely proud of and I don't know if a lot of people know, but, you know, I took time away after the life of Riley just because I wasn't happy within the process and, mm. you know, I didn't really feel like releasing music at the same capacity that I was. So um, took that time off and, and it's only just now, like within the space of the last three or four years that I feel really inspired to write and really passionate and, and the fire is back within me to, to continue just to keep releasing music. Um, right. So... Yeah, it's 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 been a crazy journey, but um, but this album specifically is something that I'm crazy proud of, and I feel like it's a massive family affair with um the people involved, not only with just the rap features, but in mm. terms of the musicians and my band being so heavily involved, and and the team that I've got behind me, where, where it's like the press stuff or the label side i just feel like everyone's so engaged as well so it just feels great to be releasing music at this capacity again it's it is a family affair for you it is like a, a bunch of people i know who are personal friends of yours and you know people you've worked with over the journey like green eyes pressures on there bit of belief complete June uh, rats are back on a track once again and uh, of course yeah. you've um, got a track on there with Hunter, Layla, and Disaster, which is, you know, but that's kind of a done deal uh, reunion of sorts. Exactly. That, like, I'm glad that you said that because, you know, what we are talking about previously and done deal being out for 20 years and that kind of being the start of the trajectory of where I'm at now mm. is, um, you know, I, I wanted to have a track with the three of them on, on the record button but have it as the outro as somewhat, for lack of a better term, a bookend, not that this is the end of it, yeah. but to be able to package something that's like started 20 years ago in Hunter and Scotty's flat to now like having Hunter and Layla and Daz on the final track on the record, it just meant so much to me. And, you know, obviously people know that Layla hasn't released anything for a long time and, um, 
That is uh, you know? 16 years, by the way. Yeah. 16 insane. years. And we try, like, we try every time that we link, we have these conversations about trying to get Layla to, you know, just finish the record. She's sitting on a lot of music, you know. Oh, for, and, um, that's upsetting me more. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that it's like... Every single time, you know, if you, you know, I can help you do this. Like, Dad and I can do whatever. And, um, but, you know, Dad and La have just had a little boy yes. six months ago. And um, she's in great spirits and she's really inspired. Um, but, yeah. So fingers crossed over the next year we'll be able to get some new music out of La as well, which would be absolutely insane for the scene because, you know, she is still one of the best MCs out there regardless of gender. And, oh, yeah. Um, she's just got so much fire and, uh, yeah, it has to happen. It. I've, I've said this on this program before. I'm sure that somebody's going to pull me up at one of these times saying, well, then what about this, this, or this person? I'm like, well, I think Layla was at least – 13 to 15 years ahead when it comes to the female side of the scene. Like she was that far ahead of everyone else. We've got people who've caught up in some capacity now with like Helen Earth and uh, St. Bedlam, um, you know, a couple of other girls of like Barker uh, on the same kind of end. But at, for the longest time, it was Layla, Daylight, everyone else. Yeah. Man, like when when I when I shared the track listing, there was so much love for La on that on that post that it's like everyone's so hungry to hear her new music as well. That they're, they're they're just waiting for that day where she does show her face again. Yes, and um and puts another album out. Like back to, to put it in perspective, mm-hmm. like before I released Pale Rider, I think I I think it was post Pale Rider. I was her hype man right. on a national tour. Yeah, like she she uh, did a national tour. She had Triple J album of the week at that time. We toured around the country, and I and I was her hype man. So mm. so that was a good seventeen years ago, eighteen yeah. years ago, or something. And um, so and and at the beginning, she was a massive inspiration for me because mm. we grew up um, before the hip hop scene, sort of kicking about when we were 14, 15, around the same circles in right. terms of the graph scene and whatnot. So she inspired me a lot to actually start full stop. So I I, I want to see her out there and um, making the most of her opportunity that she still has. Like some people can release an album like three years ago and still not have the same opportunity that, that La has to no. this day. So, I, um, I genuinely freaked out when uh, the hoods played uh, their last sort of stadium tour so they were oh god i can't remember how many years ago it's like maybe three or four years ago now i had reasonably good seats and she jumps up to do the last verse of cosby sweater and there were some people who cheered oh it's a girl rapping on stage i marked the fuck out out because I was just going, it's Layla! Holy shit, it's Layla! <laughs> so My missus is going, who's Layla? And I said, it's fucking Layla! I was going, <laughs> Yeah, I think that was a good benchmark for her to like, to really think about releasing new music and yes. um, yeah. When, I think when, she just needs to be hounded, needs to be hounded and know that 
because like anyone, and me included, like you think, oh, people engage, do people really want to hear? And, and it's not until something happens and then, you know, you get that inspiration to actually finish the project. Yes. Um, so she just needs a little bit of inspiration, I think. And she's like, she's 70% there. We just need to sort of stay on top and, and, and get her that last 30% home and you will have another record. Oh, look, I can put in 1% right right now for here. Layla, we <laughs> yeah. want the album. I'll give, 10. <laughs> I'll give 10. We need the listenership to give the, the other uh, 19% and then we're done. Yeah, like here, the anyone listening to this right now, Layla needs to drop the album. If there is one there, yeah. we need one for the love of whatever. And then she can come back on this show. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I mean, because yeah, we it's uh, she dropped the album. I think, oh god, I think Heretic was a oh five, very beginning of. Wow. So yeah, yeah that, that's about how long it's been since that record. Of course, Maverick exploded on you know the the Jays and Community Radio, whatever, in like oh three. So you know, it's a it's a name that rings out culture wide. So you know. Let's yeah, come on, Layla. Sure. <laughs> we'll get um, her there. We'll get it. I love how this has sprung away from the record <laughs> and talking about Layla. <laughs> come on, Layla. She's a, she's a part of the story and yes. she always will be, you know. Um, so, yeah, long story short, I'm just yeah, so chuffed to have her and Daz and Hunter on the on that final track. Mm. But, uh Indeed. Now, uh, speaking of uh, Perth people being put on, uh, I, I mentioned this in, in a post, uh, and it, uh, you commenting on it turned it into like the most viral thing we've ever done. So, thanks for that. Just <laughs> uh, <but laughs> like, oh, thanks, Jack. Uh, but the the thoughts were, I'll put it a bit more succinctly than I wrote. It was like it was just good to see um, you putting on complete and also uh helping bitter out with um his record earlier in the year as well because um i think is is he is bitter on ams yeah he is yeah Yeah, both of them are yeah so i mean putting those guys on who yeah word's been out for a couple of years scene wise but also you know having them appear on your record it's sort of validating this next generation of Perth hip hop was that a name, or was it just because you wanted to put some talented people on a record? First and foremost, those two dudes are like two of my closest friends. So regardless of mm. where they're at at the industry, it was a no-brainer to have them on um, the album. Uh, but that time where I was sort of say four or five years ago wasn't very inspired in terms of writing hip-hop music and and um you know I, i've always been one to sort of keep my nose out of the scene mm. and just keep to myself and just grind away but th- those those two specifically were such a massive inspiration in terms of this record and setting the tone in regards to rap ability and me focusing on my verses more so and not just on like the song structure um yeah, it's like those two I can safely say were the biggest inspiration to me, like going into this next cycle and finishing this album from a from a rapper's perspective. Mm. Um, complete, 
absolutely killing it. Both of those dudes, bitter and complete, are probably the two most emotive um, in terms of like having that emotion in their verses and telling a story. And that, that was really inspiring for me as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, regardless if they were just friends of mine from like a fan's point of view, I love what they're both doing as well. Oh, absolutely. Both their last albums uh, are going to go down as Perth classics. Absolutely. Elephant Gifts was excellent earlier in the year and uh, Death Rattle was probably my favourite album out of, uh, I think, probably Australia in 2019. So I was like, I mean, that... That that was that was like just an instant like oh wait we we've got this now <laughs> we've got one right yeah. here <laughs> so yeah that but was they're like they're also just really positively driven people as well mm. um, you know complete has this like real dark nature to his music but he's he, he's just the nicest person so selfless like you know even the way that he's helping me out with. Uh, the videos for the project, he's all in and taking so much pressure away from what is usually a pretty stressful time for me being, you know, self-managed and having to tie all these pieces together. But he's just been going above and beyond him, beyond Uncle Sam and um, Shelley just helping me with all the video content and nice. um, the social side of stuff. So they're, they're brilliant at what they do. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm stoked to have them a part of part of my team. Uh, that's that's awesome to hear. And um, yeah, I I've I've shared this story quickly, but one of my favourite afternoons ever was uh, my missus and I were in Bali when we could still go, and uh, those boys ended up at the same little. Uh, villa hotel that we were at and uh so basically we, yeah we all got really really drunk on um happy hour drinks for like two hours in the pool together it's still one of my favorite memories of anything ever <laughs> i'm just like it was such a fun afternoon that like i i think they went over there for a complete birthday one time and um the amount of debauchery that would have happened that weekend would be yeah unquestionable but yeah i uh, i think i saw photos of you guys all over there i was very jealous oh yeah that was that was a great little afternoon and it's like um i think they were looking to kick on and i was just like i don't think i'm gonna be able to do that i, I can't drink like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> i can't do this anymore i'm, I'm 35 at that point i'm like uh-uh can't can't do this anymore. Yeah, well, we, we and the missus going to going to dinner. Yeah, so we'll we'll catch up. We'll see you around. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, but uh, yeah, the good times. Shouts of course, bit and complete as well. Now, um, the the AM's label that seems to be uh, going quite well as well. Like um, as we've mentioned, uh, complete. And uh, bitter are a part of it. Uh, is there anyone else that's sort of been coming out of that camp? Um, not at this stage. You know, first and foremost, I just want to be able to help out friends. And um, you know, I never started AMs from a monetary value perspective. It's yep. always just you know to be able to put my own music out without any limits to it, and also you know be able to help out the closest 
people around me and and that's it. So I don't think it's going to branch out too far. There's yep. some amazing first talent coming up. So never say never, but um, I'm in no rush to sort of expand on it either. Tour coming up is uh, now a WA tour. Um, I guess the, the first question before we uh, get in the sort of uh, plugs for it is how difficult is it as an artist now by watching all these tours sort of fall over, yours, Bliss and SOs, HP Boys, etc. Um, is it how like incredibly difficult is it lining tours in this COVID world at the moment? Man, in WA, it's not difficult at all. Yeah. Like, we're so blessed here and, you know, there's so much silver lining for me as a sand groper and, um, you know, been able to reroute the tour and make money when no one over east can, can say that. So, yeah. for me, it's just counting my blessings and, um, yeah, extremely grateful to be here and been able to play shows first and foremost. Um because it doesn't look like anyone over east is going to do that anytime soon. So, um, yeah, just just uh, trying to make the most of the end of the year locally, and and yeah, again, just feel amazingly grateful that we can go out and play fourteen shows around the state mm. within the space of you know a month and a half. So yeah, I'm stoked. Indeed, that uh, kicks off as well in uh, well, basically. By the time this airs, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, there's there's it's uh, actually like um there's there's like first the, the first show's on the tenth now, yeah. but that that was on the that's on the tenth, yeah, and um then everything and then the rest of it doesn't kick around till October, October yeah. and November. So yeah, I've got plenty of time to prepare myself mentally, but it's it's you know obviously bits and and complete and younger each year on the lineup so yeah. again it's going to just be based around the family fair and can't wait to play some of those tunes off the off the album oh absolutely so uh, uh for our wa crew definitely get around those tours especially regionally as well be awesome so uh the album is going to be in your inboxes and everything by now. Uh, is there going to? You've got the hard copies through the website. People still be able to get those as well. Yeah, for sure. So that's that's all. All the hard copies will still be run through uh, draft.com. Um, doing like a an exclusive signed pre-sale thing through JB Hi-Fi that I think. Yep. Would still be available, but um, but yeah, it's. it's I've gone all out with this one, skateboards, derby holders, lots of merch, vinyl. Um, there could be a little sneaky deluxe edition, who mm. knows? Uh, but it's all, it's all on the way. Draft, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, Gav. Appreciate you, mate. Support the show that supports the scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L-S-O-N is pretty much a dollar a show. Plus, I'll give you extra stuff, exclusive shows and content, and there are levels to this game as well, including a advertising package, which is cheaper than our normal one. So sign up and support the show that supports your scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L, son.